Lukas Dostal is back to save the day for the San Diego Goals. We'll talk about that and some more AHL news on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good afternoon. Welcome to Locked On Gulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Currently, as of right now, contributing to Defend the Nest. Yeah, talking some San Diego goals there. All right, let's get down to it. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. Let's get right into it. The goals had a couple of games last week. Uh, The first one we won't talk about so much because it was a bad game against Henderson. But instead, we're going to focus on what's going on with the goals right now because this does relate to the Ducks. Anthony Dostal is back on the roster, at least, for the Anaheim Ducks. This coming off of an injury stint and this coming off of the holiday break. The Ducks hadn't played some for a few days. So holiday break was good for everyone around. And that meant... Lukas Dostal would return to the San Diego goals. And if you think that Dostal had an easy time coming back to San Diego, you've got another thing coming. Lukas Dostal got the Anaheim Ducks experience, or maybe I should say that when Dostal was in Anaheim, he got the San Diego goals experience. Because when you think about the Ducks this season, they've had poor defense They've allowed way too many shots, and they've had to rely on their goalie way too much. Well, that has not changed in San Diego. Lukas Dostal was in a familiar spot. Now, I should point out this game was on New Year's Day, which was a Sunday, which meant it was an early game on Sunday at Henderson, Nevada, outside of Las Vegas. Think about... Las Vegas, New Year's Eve. It was it's pretty lit, as the kids would say. I, you know what I mean. It, it was a bonkers time out in Vegas. A bonkers time for a lot of people. Um, I did have to work that evening, so didn't really party too much. But, you know, just kind of hung out a little bit. So it was a nice night. Saw some fireworks, for what it's worth. And then New Year's Day came. And we saw that Dostal is back with the goals. Henderson looked like they were still a little bit hungover from the previous night. They probably had the Vegas flu. I, I bet some of those guys were out partying the night before. Look, it's New Year's Eve. You're not going to just go to sleep at 9 o'clock. You're going to want to party a little bit. At least have a couple of drinks with the guys and celebrate the new year. Well, it was San Diego that celebrated the new year. They rang it in with Henderson just caught flat-footed. Actually, Henderson looked flat in that first period. I mean, there was absolutely nothing in their game. They were skating a lot slower. They weren't getting pucks out. They were mishandling passes left and right. So San Diego, of course, took advantage of that. And this is where I got to give praise to Drew Hellison. I've been heaping his praises for the better part of a couple of months. And I've said that he's one of those defensemen that deserves to at least get a look with the Anaheim Ducks. 
Drew Hellison, nice pass from the point, first goal of the game, to Rocco Grimaldi on the right side, and had a pretty open pass to another open Michael Delzato, who kind of went forehand, backhand, and just kind of got it right under Yuri Patera. So that made it 1-0 San Diego. I'm glad they took advantage of Henderson's just sleepiness in the first period because I I mean it. There really was nothing, nothing in that first period. And then the first intermission came and Henderson woke up. It wouldn't be out of the realm to say that San Diego went back to their old tricks. They defended the lead way too much. They relied on Lukas Dostal way too much. Can I can I just give you a stat here? The final 36 minutes of the game, the goals were outshot by a wide margin. Yeah, actually, I will go last 35 minutes. Well, really 34 minutes of the game. In the final 34 minutes, the San Diego goals were outshot... 33 to 13. I kid you not. 33 shots on goal in about that time. That's almost a shot a minute. 33 to 13. And somehow San Diego won. I will say to Lukas Dostal's credit, he was making some pretty spectacular saves, especially towards the end of the second period when San Diego decided to get a little bit rough out there, which resulted, you ready for this, in a two-man advantage for the Henderson Silver Knights to close out the second period. And of course it would be a two-man advantage for Henderson, and it wouldn't be a two-man advantage without shot after shot after shot after shot after shot after shot after shot. Not even kidding. There really was that many shots on Lukas Dostal, during the two-man advantage, and he was incredible, including a very nice stop, by the way, from a Lucas from a Lucas Cormier shot to end the period. And even as the buzzer was sounding, you had a shot from Cormier. I think uh, Brisson got a shot in there, so it was still one nothing. And Dostal had this look that I've seen a couple of times before. He had this look leaving the crease as if to say really really you're gonna make me do all the work again jeez louise so dostal had the look luckily for him his teammates picked him up in the third period nice little goal from my guy pavel regenda the regenda agenda is back and this one was just a snipe shot from the high slot Perfectly placed. That made it 2 nothing. The goals would add an empty netter at the very end. Despite Henderson just getting 20 shots in that third period. San Diego was outplayed. They were completely outplayed in the final 34 minutes of the game. And somehow wound up with a 3 nothing win. Not just a win. A shutout. A complete domination Not from the goals, because the goals did not dominate that game. It was a tale of two games. The first period, first 20 minutes, was all San Diego because Henderson was still hungover from New Year's Eve. 
Then they woke up and just took over everything. That's how it goes sometimes. That's truly how it goes. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission and talk a little bit more about Lukash Dostal. And some AHL news will come a little bit later. We'll get to that on the other side. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. If you want to check out the latest NFL lines, there's also the NBA. The All-Star Games coming up in the NBA. And all these point bursts. What's going on in the National Basketball Association? And of course, you have the National Hockey League. That All-Star Game is coming up. You have a bunch of just weird prop bets on the hockey side. So if you want to take a look at those lines... Head over to Bet Online right now using either your mobile device or your laptop. Bet Online is where the game starts, and Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Well, welcome back to Locked On Gulls which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. Let's talk about Lukas Dostal for a little bit. One of my favorite goalies in recent memory. You saw how Lukas Dostal did with the Anaheim Ducks earlier, or actually, yeah, earlier this season, last month. Dostal got two wins in a row. That's still the Ducks' longest winning streak of the season. And Dostal was just incredible in net for those two games. And we saw it in full display at Henderson. And that was a great shutout and a very much needed shutout for Lukash Dostal. Who, by the way, was by far the first star of the night. Not just because of the 39th save shutout. He also got an apple. I mention this now because I want to talk about just the amazingness of Lukash Dostal. He doesn't just stop shots. He actually looks to get points. If you remember last season, Lukash Dostal got that incredible goalie goal at Budweiser Event Center at the Colorado Eagles. And remember Dostal jumping for joy like a kid in a candy store? And Dostal got a stop, shuffled it right to Braden Tracy, and that's when Braden Tracy just kind of pitchforked it towards the opposing goal, and it went in. So Dostal with his first apple of the season. Maybe it won't be his last. Lukash Dostal somehow will just keep getting points. I mean, yeah, good for him. So in his career, he's got a goal, and now he's got an assist. That is one over his one each in his last two seasons. I think he will get another, well, maybe another assist at some point this season because he is looking to be more aware of his teammates and just try to move puck possession and try to move play away from him. He doesn't want to see all those shots. Oh, by the way, his second shutout of the season, first shutout. 
since November 8th against, you ready for this? The Henderson Silver Knights. <laughs> yeah, that's his second shutout at Henderson this season. I don't know what it is about that building. Um, he must like it there because already two shutouts there. That one was a 28 save shutout. That one was a pretty good game. This one was way more impressive. A 39 save shutout and an assist. I don't know what more I can say about Dostal, except this guy sees way too many shots. I mean, he's made what? He's a 921. I just need to make sure I'm seeing this correctly. He's got a 921 save percentage and a 7 and 13 record. Okay. Pardon me, but how the hell do you get a 921 save percentage and a goals against of about two and a half and wind up with that lousy of a record? 7 and 13? He does not deserve that 7 and 13 record. Not by a long shot. He is saving their asses every single game. And the goals cannot be bothered to put up more than one or two goals per game. We know goaltending isn't the biggest issue. The biggest issue for the San Diego goals this season is their lack of movement, their lack of goal scoring. Let me also tell you this. The San Diego goals right now are almost in the bottom as far as goal scoring. They've only scored 85. Now, I should point out, the goals have allowed the most goals in the league with 125. They've allowed 125 goals. Dostal has only allowed 51 of those. Remember when both Dostal and Eriksson Ek went up to the Anaheim Ducks? Remember some of those insane scores that happened when both those guys were gone? Let me remind you of some of those scores because... I bet you forgot some of those, right? Um, let's go back to, I don't know, um, just for whatever reason, December 16th. They lost to the Firebirds 8-1. to They lost to Tucson 9-4. to They lost to Tucson again 6-2. to You see where I'm going here? A lot of those goals are the result of Dostal being called up. And those aren't all on him. There was that... I mean, gosh, there has just been some bad games all around. That 7-3 shellacking from Calgary. That was Ole Eriksson Ek. That wasn't Lukas Dostal. This team relies on Dostal way too much. And while I would say give him a rest, you know what? At this point of the season, he's been rested. You know why he's been rested? Because the Anaheim Ducks chose to start John Gibson a bunch of times in a row once he was healthy enough. And Dostal's just sitting there on the bench going, hmm, 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 hmm. when am I going to play? When am I going to get my chance? Now that he finally got his chance, he said, F you, Henderson, and just shut him out. I can't wait to see what he does in Milwaukee. I hope he gets a shutout in Milwaukee as well. That's what I'm hoping for. Because that's going to be kind of a tough little two-game roadie. Milwaukee's not a bad team. They're almost in the top spot in that central division. They're right there with Texas. They're right there with Rockford. Both very good teams. 
Milwaukee's had their way with some of the opposition in the Central, including the Griffins and especially the Wolves. Wolves fans hate Milwaukee right now. So I think they would be thrilled to see Milwaukee lose two games in a row at the hands of the great, the San Diego Goals legend, Lukas Dostal. All right, I think it's time for another break. So when we come back from the second intermission, we'll talk about some NHL news, or some AHL news, rather. AHL, this is Locked on Goals. AHL news, including some all-star news. Yeah, stay locked in. But first, let's talk about Built Bar, which is my favorite protein bar and the best tasting protein bar ever. And with the new year here, maybe you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories. Well, we just got through the holidays, and maybe your resolution is to eat healthier. Well, you gotta try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty because they got several fantastic flavors, like still my favorites, the Cookie Dough Chunk Built Puff, and still my favorite, the goat flavor, the Churro Puff. Still my favorite. I still don't know how they do it, but they come out with these great flavors that have 17 grams of protein, only about 130 calories per bar. And I know you don't want to wait around to get a box. So you could check it out at Built.com. And now you can get them at your local Sam's Club. That's right. Head there today. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. So once again, you could check those out at Sam's Club. Or if you want to check out the latest Built Puffs, Built Boost, all that stuff, head over to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, which is under the umbrella of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. And that's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we got to talk about all-star stuff. Yeah, it's already January 2023 and the all-star game is in four four weeks. Are we actually going to do it this year? Are we actually going to have an all-star game? The answer is yes. Yes, we are finally after three long years, having the AHL All-Star Game. The last time the American Hockey League had an All-Star Game was right down the street here in Ontario, California. That was three years ago. Three years. Oh boy, a lot has happened in three years. But I had the honor of working that game. It was a lot of fun. Got to see a lot of great players Include, I mean, one of my favorite memories was seeing Martin Furk just murder a puck at 109 miles an hour. That was phenomenal. And then the game itself, seeing Anthony Stolarz make spectacular save after spectacular save. Even the Ontario Reign home crowd was cheering for Anthony Stolarz at the end of that first divisional game. That was really cool. So this year's will take place at Laval, Quebec, Canada a suburb of Montreal. This was supposed to be the site for the 2021 All-Star Game, but obviously COVID derailed everything. So, you know, the season ended abruptly in 2020. 2021 
was this weird bubble season. So, of course, there was going to be no All-Star game. We were supposed to have it last season in Laval. But, I mean, it was looking good for a little while. In fact, I had made plans to go out to Laval last year. But those plans got quickly derailed. Mainly because of COVID rearing its ugly head again. November, it was looking okay. December, it was looking worse. And then games began to get postponed. Remember last season when a slew of games, both in the NHL and the AHL, all got postponed? And they had to make up those games somehow. So a lot of games were canceled between December and January. And they had to make up some of those games. So they used the All-Star break to make up some of those games. Then they tacked on an additional couple of weeks at the end of the AHL season as well as the NHL season. So a lot of games were tacked on at the very end. So it was it was weird last year. So as a result, no Laval last year. So it's finally happening this year. And for reasons, which I can't say yet, um, I won't be able to go to All-Star this year. Which really sucks because I really would have liked to go to Laval this year. Unfortunately, that's just not going to happen. But it'll still be really cool to see some of the future Ducks players make the lineup. Although this year, I don't know who would make the all-star team for San Diego this year. I mean, my one guess, like the one player that I actually do like for San Diego this season is not even on. I mean, he's technically probably going to make it anyway, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets called up at some point. Uh, Daniel Regan. I know O'Regan has been just fantastic with the goals this season, getting called up and down. I liked him a lot earlier this season, but who I think will wind up making it is someone that should be on the Anaheim Ducks, Rocco Grimaldi. That is probably my main choice for the goals, along with Nicholas Bruyard. I think Bruyard has been great as far as skaters. But neither of those guys, I think, are actually going to make it. I think who's actually going to make it is going to be, without question, Lukas Dostal. Dostal is one of the premier goaltenders in the AHL this season, along with Dustin Wolf. Oh, can you imagine that tandem from the Pacific Division of Dustin Wolf and Lukas Dostal? Ooh. Ooh, that is spicy. I love it. Those should be the goalies for the Pacific Division because I don't think Phoenix Copley is going to be coming back to Ontario. I think he's going to stay up with the Los Angeles Kings. So I think it is easily got to be Dostal and Dustin Wolf as your two goaltenders by far. As far as who's been named the captains, we have we have an announcement on that. Uh, the two captains for this All-Star game are going to be Brian Leishoff from the um, Griffins and Gabriel Dumont from the Syracuse Crunch. Those are your captains. We do have coaches, by the way. We're going to have Todd Nelson from the Hershey Bears, Greg Moore from the Marlies, Neil Graham from the Texas Stars, and Mitch Love from the Calgary Wranglers because all of those teams led their divisions on January 1st. In one of those divisions, the team got overtaken. 
the Coachella Valley Firebirds. They've gone on a bit of a run recently. They are now first place in the Pacific Division. In fact, they are first place in the entire AHL. And they're not even going to have a coaching staff there. In fact, they're only going to have one all-star representative, and that's it. Oh, yeah, the reason for that. Each team from the Pacific Division only gets one representative, and that's it. And that is because we're in this ridiculous 10-team division in the Pacific. And there's only 10 guys per team in each division. So that means every team is going to have only one representative, and that's it. That kind of sucks. It really should be 8-8-8-8, and that's how it should be. But no, AHL right now deciding to have these weird divisions. I've been saying this for a while. Just put Colorado in the Central Division. At least make it somewhat more balanced. 8, 7, 8, and 9. A 19 Pacific is fine. But ideally you want an 8 team division. But that's just a soapbox for another day. So that's that little bit of AHL news. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. We're going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, once again, there it is. Twitter's at StimpyJD. And, you know, just thank you for your continued support. We'll be back with more normal episodes next week, and I can likely finally reveal what exactly is going on. Um... Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is very much greatly appreciated. For Locked on Gulls, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the evening. Please be sure to be kind to everyone out there. Be safe out there, especially in this weird weather. And ducks and gulls fly together. Fly together.